and welcome to the Airbuds Podcast. This is a podcast currently taking place. My name is Jamel. I'm Peter. My name is Mike. Happy basketball. Is it? Is it Mike? Mm-hmm. I'm fine. I feel like <laughs> I was expecting this. I knew as soon as I came out, I was actually being excited for the Sixers, and then Joel Embiid immediately got injured, that it was only downhill. It's not that you got excited. It was that you disrespected the Hawks on multiple episodes in a row. Well, okay. Before we get into it, guys, let's get some business out of the way. If you want to support the Buds, go to patreon.com slash airbudspod. $5 a month gets you bonus episodes, gets you access to our Discord, gets you uh, uh, maybe some other interesting bonus stuff coming up. Go to uh, tpublic.com, search for Airbuds Podcast. We got some t-shirts up there that are that's fun. Um if you want to leave us a five-star review at Apple Podcasts, that would be great for us. Look, if you can't support us with $5 a month, we get it. It is tight times for a lot of people. Another way you can help us, go to you Apple broke Podcasts. bitch. <laughs> no, you are our broke friends, and we love you. And go to Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review. And hey, if you write something, we will read whatever you want on the podcast. Uh no new written reviews. We got a few five star clicks, but uh, nobody wrote something. So um, can't read anything new this week. Who are you, psychopaths? I love you. Never introduce yourself. Yeah. I mean, hey, if I don't have to read another review that talks about how much better Jamel is than us. Yeah, that's not it's not fun for me. It's not fun. <laughs> it's only fun for me somehow. Weird. Just because you're a weird little BDSM masochisty freaky boy. Talk dirty to me. Talk Jamel to me. <laughs> Talk Jamel's talent to me, please. Okay. Jamel, you got something upcoming you, you might want to plug. Do you know what I'm uh what I'm hinting at? Uh NBA Storytime on the Blue Wire podcast. Yeah. Yes, sir. Here we go. NBA okay. Storytime. Almost said my dad's birthday, but this was probably better. Do you want to drop your dad's Amazon wish list or? Uh, well, he doesn't know how to use Amazon yet, but I can assure you it involves uh, soul live concert CDs and um, brown shirts. <laughs> right. So if you want to get uh, Jamel's dad uh, a brown shirt, uh, hit us up. DM us. We'll, we'll give you Jamel's dad's address. But uh, tell us about Storytime. NBA Storytime officially announced by the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Oh, this well, week. you know, you know, Peter Moses and the Blue Wire Network, they're always focusing on the narratives. It's mm-hmm. true. That's true. Podcasting stories, telling them. You know, did you did you could you tell Sports. that I was wearing a smoking jacket when I gave those quotes in that article? God damn, dog. I was like, I can't even read this. Dude, all I t- like someone was like, all right, you got to give some quotes. And I'm just like, OK. How do I not sound like an asshole? And all I did was try to not sound like an asshole. And all I did was sound like a giant asshole. That's why there's no way. Just, there's no good way to be like, just don't try to be something you're not, man. Be the asshole. Just like suck my balls, everybody. Sports. Yeah. That's Listen the to NBA content. Story time. <laughs> tell, you tell, fucking idiots. <laughs> Look, man, it's me telling stories. Great. I'm trying. Yeah, I'm trying to read 
uh, as best as possible. I'm not high in the recordings. <laughs> and it turns Imagine out. Imagine listening to me talk not high. When Jamel is not high, he's uh, Mensa. It's what he is. He's Mensa. I, I sound like a fucking dork is what it is. That's why I'm smoking <laughs> weed all the time, man. I don't work at NPR. Not yet. Yeah, soon. Man, I'm trying to get Ira Glass here's NBA story time. You're going to be yeah. doing this American Life stories. Me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Today we have, nuts. Um, we have a story from a guy named Jamel. Uh, he <laughs> uh, played Ira Glass. He bought weed from someone at a at a rest stop, and uh, well, let's let him tell it. Yeah, welcome to this American nuts. <laughs> These American nuts. That that's the one. But and NBA story time is coming yeah. soon, and it's we coming are soon. excited. It's it's uh, weird and um, undertold NBA tales from the past. Got some good writers working on these things. And they and they're happening, including you. Mm-hmm. I put a I put a couple shots up. Uh, you know, it's fine. Jamel was the head writer. He had uh, John Grisham, Danielle Steele. Yeah, yeah, all the hits. Yeah, that's right. it. Just them two. Yeah, just them two. Who's what a writer? Who's would Patterson? Be. Who's Patterson? Was the that crime writer? John Patterson. James Patterson. James Patterson. Thank you. Okay, so James Patterson, John Grisham. Daniel Steele. Daniel Steele and Bob Lanier. Dream team right there. So check out NBA Storytime coming soon. I'm sure we'll be tweeting about it a lot at Airbuds Pod on Twitter and also uh, at Blue Wire on Twitter. Blue Wire Pods, baby. Blue Wire Pods. Yep. But guys, we have some basketball to talk about. Don't we? We do. Uh, today was game one of round two between the Sixers and the Atlanta Hawks and uh, the Hawks uh, won game one. Well, and that's it. Thanks for coming. Not worried. Uh, Mike yep. I am not worried. Embiid uh, did play. How did, how did, yeah. How did, what was your emotional experience watching him play? Um, I, it was a little, it was a little, uh, all over the place. I, I thought, you know, let's not push his knee if we don't have to, maybe let's take game one. If we're going to make game one, like a feel out game, like let Embiid rest. And they did not. He played, I think 39 minutes, uh, played fucking incredible. He was plus 13 when he was on the court. He had 39 points. Uh, he had nine rebounds uh four assists he shot well from the field shot 14 to 15 from free throw uh one of three from three an all-around great game from joel uh but you could tell that he was injured especially on defense um he did not move well he he seemed a little timid to 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 kind of jump uh, to, to get some block shots. He kind of shied away from the guards that were coming to the paint and boy, did Atlanta send the guards into the paint uh, was just, I think an all around bad defensive game until the last six minutes of the fourth quarter by the Sixers as a whole, they didn't seem to really figure out how to play the Hawks until, you know, halfway through the fourth quarter and which, you know, at that point, you know, they were trailing between 15 and 22 points the entire game. And then they got within two points by the end 
uh, because they finally figured out you got to play these motherfuckers physical. You got to trap Trey Young. You can't just let them bring the ball up the court. Danny Green, for some reason, let Trey Young roll the ball all the way up the court and tick about 20 seconds off the clock, which was insane. Um, uh, like it just was a defensive mess by the Sixers for most of the game. And I think that that and Ben Simmons going like three for 59 from the free throw line is like why they lost. Okay. Um, did you, do you, did you feel, uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich was, is good at basketball. Did you notice that he's pretty good? I noticed he was very good. He's he, the man does not miss from beyond three. Okay. Just checking. Um, just checking on that. Um, yeah, but I think like if the Sixers picked Trey young up at mid court for most, they, they put Danny green on him for the entire first half and Danny green got cooked yeah, the entire a, first half by Trey was young. a bit, was a big mistake. And I would say that the defense improved the entire second half. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, look, the Sixers starters were all pluses in the game. Uh, Seth Curry was plus 16. Embiid was plus 13. Tobias was plus nine. Uh, it was really Danny Green in the bench, I think, where they lost this fucking game. Especially Doc Rivers played an entire bench unit for like the first half of the third quarter, which was insane. Yeah, uh, Maxie and Korkmaz. See you next ser- series. See you next season. See you next siesta. Shake Milton is absolutely useless at this point. Um, first time he touched the ball, he stepped out of bounds unforced. Uh, I, I don't know. It, it just, it, it, it was a mess defensively. Uh, and it felt bad that they wasted a monster game from Embiid on a loss that that could have been one, but I will give credit to the Hawks for fucking coming out and punching the Sixers in the face and confusing them. And uh, Trey Young was unstoppable, especially when Danny Green was on him and he was getting the ball wherever he wanted on the court. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I still think the Sixers will win the series, but this Kevin Herter, Kevin Herter had the best move of the game. We're talking about all the key players, but the actual best basketball play was Kevin Herter. That's crazy. Did you catch that one? Baseline, hit the little turnaround. Oh, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. That was pretty good. Shocking. That, was right after, that happened right after you tweeted back at me that you weren't worried about I know. <laughs> I know. I Listen, Mike, I wouldn't be worried. The Clippers... Nobody Just should worry. It's why you should, shouldn't be worried. Yeah. yeah, I'm not really worried. If the Sixers get swept, I will be fine emotionally. I'm not That's one of these important. people that is going to uh, post a front-facing camera video crying about why the Sixers have uh, are 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 not good parents to me, and I'm mad at them. Yeah, no, Jamel or I will Dude. hold the camera for you. Yo, you, you should definitely do that video. If y'all get sweat, yeah. you should make that video. You want me to write it? Sure. Let's do it. I'll do it. If the Sixers okay. get swept, we, we're definitely making a series of videos where I cry. Sounds good. Peter, mm-hmm. I need your acting lessons. I don't know how to cry on cue. Step one. Punch yourself in the face. 
now or when I'm ready? Uh, either is fine. Okay. I'll at the end of the podcast. So that yeah. So I, the Sixers, is it time to just deploy the green shells? Just make it ugly. Your two subs are Mike Scott and Dwight Howard, and we're not worried about anything else. We're just trying to hit these guys a lot. It might be it. I mean, look, Trey Young wound up at negative 11 for the game, and that probably all came in the fourth quarter when the Sixers started playing defense and they scored Second 41 half, points. When Ben Ben started picking him up and was uh, getting some steals at the, at the half-court line. Yeah. From, straight from the whistle in the third. He is twice as long as him, literally. He's 12 feet tall and should be picking him up the entire time. That was weird. Yeah. I mean, especially I think, if you're not interested in scoring anyway. Right. I, yeah. If you're Ben Simmons, you're like, hey, like, look, I, I don't care about scoring. I might as well expend all my energy on chasing Trey Young 90 feet either way. Um, there's also just like despicable, like, me? Trey, Trey Young, despicable me. The minions were there and they were saying banana the entire time. Uh, but Trey Young, like, when he he didn't need a fucking pick and roll half the time because he was just taking Danny Green off the dribble one on one for the entire first half. But like when he was getting pick and roll, they did this dis- like disgusting drop coverage that just gave him all the room in the world to work. And he either got a floater or he got an alley oop. And like the Sixers just were not good defensively, and the game would have been much more competitive if they did what they did in the second half and the first half. Did any did either of y'all know that Solomon Hill was still alive? No I idea. Was shocked to see him in starting shocked. lineup. Yeah. Wow. Shocked. Good for him. Just. Yeah, he, that was amazing. He started. <laughs> Wild. Okay. Wild. Um, I don't know, Peter. What do you got for us? Keys to success. The keys to success. Um, just get like I don't know, a not total shit performance from Ben Simmons, and just play defense. That feels. I'm not a. I, I mean, it wasn't a total shit performance. Ben Simmons was great defensively. He went seven from for seven from the field. He shot three for ten from the fucking free throw line. That was disgusting. But then even like. Only had four rebounds. That is uh that that for a six foot ten guard forward that hangs out by the rim, you want more than four rebounds from him. I mean, Hawks their bench just big, like man. Their, their 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 bench just played better than your bench. I know that sounds like very redundant, but you would like to see a little bit more. Tony from Snell Tobias was Harris there. And you would yeah, you would like to you, you would like to see maybe uh like do we need to see Corkmaz anymore? Do we need to see George Hill anymore? Like I was at like George Hill was killing me three years ago. George like, Hill. I don't wish that been, on anybody. He was pretty good in the first round of the playoffs. He was pretty bad tonight. Uh, Shake Milton again, awful Furkan. Uh, he had seven points, but like was just a wash Dwight Howard. Jesus. What a waste of space. He can be sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. the the Sixers bench. I mean, sometimes he's a great 
defender. Other times he's a fucking statue and he can't move. They're a know. tough matchup for you guys. They're all they're very Hello, small man. and quick, and that is that's hard for our big guys. But they need to find a way to adjust, like they did in the second half for the remainder of the series. Yeah, I'm not. Let's see what happens on Tuesday. Yeah, I'm not worried yet, especially. I mean, the fact that they were able to get it to two points with like 40 seconds left or whatever it was, like maybe I would be much more like, worried if I was the Milwaukee Fucks than than uh, the 76ers. Oh well, let's talk about the Bucks and the Nets. Uh, James Harden went down with a hamstring injury. Have, did we get an update today on that at all? I mean, it's the same one. It's not good. Um, But I mean, fine. He went down with, I think, like within under a minute into the game, game one, but the Nets still handled the Bucks easily. I don't know. What do you, what, Peter, what's your feel on that series? Do they even need need James Harden to like, if like you have. Kyrie and Kevin Durant just scoring 70 points. Does it matter? And Blake Griffin also, playing like Blake Griffin well, of five years ago. It's just might it not need James until like game three of the East finals. Might yeah. not need James for a while. Might not need him. They haven't played with the motherfucker all year anyway. Right. Who cares? <laughs> it's crazy that they're still that good. Damn. It's like no bigs. Who cares? But they haven't won in Milwaukee yet. Hey, series doesn't start until the road team wins. So we'll see. I haven't given up on my buckaloos yet. Yeah, I, I'm me neither, but I would say um Man, it's uh, yeah, tall not, tasks. Yeah, not ideal. Not ideal, but uh, yeah. Also, the ser- series doesn't look like it's going to be as fun as I thought it was. Yeah, are the Nets not a fun, fun to watch? Start. Not a fun started. Not a fun started. Are the Nets fun to watch in general? I know they had one Harlem Globetrotters play at like the last game of the season. Right. We're Do Blake. I like watching them? I enjoy, I've enjoyed watching them. What about them? I think Kyrie is just one of the most exciting players uh, to watch in general. I think Kevin Durant uh, is just so surgical that it is impressive. Uh, and I think they have, he's also the to- last guy doing it. My bad. He's the last guy doing it in baggy shorts. <laughs> That's true. He is not adapted to the, uh, the, the thigh highs the way other people have. Um, but I think their ball, him, move, their ball movement is just really great. I don't know. Like the fact that they have like guys that can hit threes, they have Shamit, they have Joe Harris is fucking awesome. Like they, Joe Harris, like love him. Yeah. Like they've, they have great ball movement. And I think they've got two of the most exciting players, two of the top five players in the league. Isn't it hilarious that New York City's like the Knicks are like go f- win one playoff game, they get or, you know gentlemen sweep from the Hawks, and they're like, "All right, basketball's done here. Carry on. New York's back to normal." 
Yeah. yeah. Are we giving any love to Steve Nash? Does he still not matter? <laughs> um, I think he is probably a wonderful personality manager. Man. He's, I think, I think everyone mm-hmm. looks up to him as, uh, as one of the best point guards of all time. I think players like playing for other NBA players. And I think he's just kind of a good dude who probably knows how to talk to everybody. So I think it probably does matter. Steve Nash matters. Steve Nash <clears throat> uh, is a glue guy. Get the T's done. Get the t- get the T's done <laughs> up right now. No, we're not doing a, a Steve Nash matters. Okay. Does sure? Steve Nash matter uh, more to Okay, which Steve matters more? Steve Nash or Steve Kerr? Are we like talking right Kev- now? Steve Urkel. Stefan. How about Kyle. how about how about each of their first year with Kevin Durant? playing i don't know i think that's a wash i maybe just i like steve nash says less or i just think i see him less like he's less visible like you're never like good call like when you're watching those games you're like wow steve nash did did that good coach in there and meanwhile i feel like everything maybe it was just because steve kerr was on tnt forever but it was always just like oh look at steve kerr being a good coach coaching it up well it was also because he was he was wearing a suit and was more uh, visible as a coach. Steve Nash is wearing warm black warm-ups. He's blending into the floor. You 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 can't see him. Him and his staff. All the chairs are black. He's in all black. That's true. He does not stand out because he is uh, he's taking full advantage of the casual dress code that coaches have now, post bubble. Are you saying why are why are suits had- not COVID safe? Is it just too much clothes? I think it's just the emotional toll of like suits in this economy. You know, it's like it's funny that the like okay people are like, I'm so happy I get to work from home because now I just get to wear sweats all the time. And like that got ported over also to NBA coaching staffs where they're like, <laughs> we get to wear sweats too. And they they should never wear a suit again. Suits on the sidelines are dumb as hell. I agree. It, like soccer coaches have never really worn suits, right? Baseball managers no. get to Sometimes wear their wear own. Suits. Yeah, baseball managers get to wear their own little 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 uniforms. Put on your stirrups. Soccer coaches you look like vampires sometimes. It was always funny to see uh, like Tommy Lasorda looking like he was like in a Halloween costume, <laughs> like your principal dressed up as a baseball player. Tommy Lasorda is a Halloween costume. was well now he's a ghost does that mean the coach could play (laughs) if he had to i think i think a coach in baseball could reasonably sub in if they needed to if they like if they ran out of pitchers and then like steve carlton is your coach like maybe that guy could hop in he's already uniformed up all right fucking steve miller band yeah I'm the joker. Frank Robinson was the uh, first, I think the first black manager in Major League Baseball for the Indians, and he was a player coach. Wasn't Larry Bird briefly a player coach? Or was that uh, just for like a game or something? Uh, he was I thought that briefly, was magic. He was briefly was magic? black. 
He was briefly black. <laughs> Larry Bird uh, was briefly black. <laughs> yeah, like 1983 for like four weeks. Was he? Was it? Did he see Soul Man and like get a great idea? <laughs> What happened? What's this? Tell us NBA story time. Hey, listen, bro, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to tune into NBA story time for the conclusion of that one because I got nothing else. I got no follow ups on that. Check in with um, the Blue Wire lawyers to hear the end of that episode. <laughs> oh, yo, wait! I just realized we um. So congratulations for us for getting 26 minutes in before we mentioned LeBron James. I'm proud of us. Oh. Uh, yeah, Lakers officially out of the playoffs. Um, long- As we go on, yes, there he we is. remember Get loose. all the balls we dunk together. Wow. Well done. Very well Thank done. Uh, they lost to the Phoenix Suns. Uh, shout out to friend of the pod, Young Nut. Uh, shout out to the front of the pod, Anastasia Vigo. Uh we are uh, uh, happy for our sons, fans, friends. Um, but uh, yeah, no LeBron. Um, what do you guys think of like the all these big media types being like, oh, well, the league must be uh, real happy that there's no LeBron or Steph in the playoffs anymore? I don't give a fuck what the league thinks. Yeah. Why do I have to take care of the league as a concept when I'm enjoying their product. Why is that my fucking responsibility? Mm. I don't give a shit. They're all rich assholes. Tell them. And I want to watch Phoenix. So everyone else can just fuck off. I feel like the real heads are finally getting what they want. You know what I mean? We're finally getting to see the guys you don't get to see. And I don't yes. give a damn about no damn ratings. I'm watching illegal anyway. You're never gonna get to track my numbers. <laughs> That's an Devin excellent Booker point. Is delicious. Yeah, yeah. It, I, I feel like when people say that, uh, and I think I tweeted something to the effect from the Airbus account. So uh, sorry if I'm repeating info you or opinions you've already heard. But like, when some ESPN personality tweets something like that, it's just them being like. But I'm too lazy to learn about Devin Booker so I can talk about him. LeBron is easy enough to talk about all the time. Like they just like they're just projecting feelings about like the league must be so upset. But it's like really them being like, I don't want to talk about Jokic. It's the same way that like politics has become punditry. Like no one's actually talking about the substance. Like every like the pundits are only kind of thinking about politics as punditry. Like, oh, this is how this is going to play, or this is what this means. It's not actually, hey, here is what was said and why it's good or bad. And also, mm-hmm. like, same, honestly, same thing goes with how, like, you know, if your team is tanking or you blow shit up, like, you're supposed to, like, I don't know, just, like, be a fan in the future. And, like, that, yes, that's, like, we've all gone through some version of that, but it's a lot of like ex- expectation of having to just like be inside baseball to enjoy the sport. And it's kind of lame. Like Devin Booker's fucking sweet. Trey young. I don't like him, but boy, is he fucking sweet. And 
Uh, we should see those players, and they're good. And I don't give a shit. Like, dude, LeBron needs to rest. He just won a fucking championship in a bubble. His ankle is clearly not 100%. His team is wash. Uh, so what? He doesn't care. He, did he look like a guy who gave a shit after they lost? Man, he's worrying about Space Jam ADR. He's doing fucking promos. He's still filming yeah. pickups, man. He turned a, the post-game conference, press conference after they lost into a promo for Space Jam 2. Do you guys see that? Hey, get yes, your bags, man. Yeah. It was, it was incredible. They asked him, for, for anybody that doesn't know, a reporter asked him if he's considering playing for the Olympics in Tokyo uh, this summer. And like without skipping a beat, he's like, Actually, I'm more concerned with teaming up with uh, Bugs and Porky and Daffy to take on the Goon Squad. He said, yeah. "Shout out Grams." Yeah, like he's just like he, without skipping a beat. He just is like, "I I don't give a shit about this. I am ready to promote my movie and and drink a bunch of red wine this summer." Is Grams Jared Dudley? I think they are built very similarly. <laughs> Was he the motion capture for Grams? <laughs> Had to be. Son. I mean, bro. Oh, oh, okay. So maybe the most popular players in the league being out will give the plan a reason not to tune in. I don't think we're going to be getting any unnecessary Fox News takes from these impending series now that LeBron's gone, and I like that. I like That's it too. pretty good. It's um, like it's like when we do a, a Patreon episode and it's like just the freaks are listening and we can have you know fun. Else? So ever, like there was all these headlines yeah. on ESPN or CNN being like LeBron loses for the, in the first round for the first time in his career. Yeah, dude, brutal ankle injury and he's 30 fucking seven. Like, OK, well, like, also AD is gone. We're putting it all on him. He, we, you know, let's yeah. not forget AD went out and attempted to Willis Reed and was looking more like uh, uh, Willis Creed. Willis Peed, am I right? There it is. There we go. Willis Speed. Also, like, Phoenix and Denver is going to be such a fucking fun series. Like, I have so no fun. idea how those teams are going to play each other at all. And it's going to be exciting is, to watch. Phoenix is going to roll them. I don't know. Is DeAndre Ayton going to be able to defend Jokic? Yes. No, but, like... The... The the Blazers should have won that series if anyone was. Well, we should talk about the Blazers at some point, but it's not yes, about I, Jokic. Did, did, didn't it feel like the Blazers lost that series more than the Nuggets won? Which is not fair. I know that's not a fair thing to say to anybody. I agree. I agree. I thought the Blazers had their chance when 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 Dame is in this mode where he can't miss. Yo, your role player guys gotta hit some shots for you, dude. You gotta win that game in Denver. Because that's not all only, the energy that you need to win the next game at home. Yeah. The dunk, it was like the two, the dunks, CJ just not it, not it. Nurkic, not it. Like, I don't know. I, it's brutal. Well, I mean, Nurkic is the MVP. Brutal. The thing is, they were playing against the MVP and he was looking like the MVP. So, what can you do when you're dealing with the best player? in the league and he's like you know seven feet tall and he's in your ass and he's all Not over much. the court he's a center that is all over the fucking court moving the ball he can get inside he can get outside like he's he can get what he wants where he wants it 
And if he can't, he's got the ability to skip the ball over five defenders and find a guy in the corner. Like he is insane. And that's why I'm like, I don't know if DeAndre Ayton can like move out away from the basket to like defend Jokic all over the place. I think it's about the rest of the guys. I think you can see Jokic and Chris Paul is like, Monty Morris is getting nothing. You get nothing. You got to find a way to clamp up Michael Porter Jr. Should be pretty easy. Just start talking about chemtrails. <laughs> <laughs> Just be like, yo, man, Area 51 is one state away, my guy. Right. He will miss yeah, a game bro, because gotta, he's you, going to raid Area 51. The real X factor is Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon True. proved his worth. He showed up big time, so they they for sure don't have an answer for him. At least, I don't know. I think it's going to be uh, – I, I think Devin Booker will get – Who is stopping Devin Booker? No one. But Chris Paul has not looked great uh, since the shoulder injury. But he got some rest. Maybe yeah. be, you know, put him in a float tank. I'm – since they reintroduced Cliff Paul into the State Farm Cinematic Universe, yep, uh, I'm confused about the narratives we have we're juggling in the State Farm world. Well, didn't Jake from State Farm just get born out of that really old, famous commercial? Right, he was he was once a voice on the other side of a phone, and now he's a hot dude that looks kind of like Drake. So much so that they brought Drake into the State Farm universe. Well, he was a white guy. And then he they was just a white made guy. him. Yes, he was. He was a white like, guy. Get him out of here. Yeah. yeah. He was just a straight up white guy. And they would cut to him and he would say khakis. Yeah. Pants. Oh, wait. Jake wasn't. Jake was actually seen. I only know of Jake from like the commercial Jake where from like State Farm. Yeah. The wife comes downstairs yeah, to find the yeah, guy yeah. on the phone. Yeah. Yeah. He's just kind of doughy, whatever, whatever face ass white guy. Oh, I didn't know he was. I only. I, I thought. I thought he was only on the other side of the phone. Oh, we. You, you actually see him. Okay. Yeah. So they retconned. Yeah, you Jake actually into being a hot black. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. You actually kind of look like that fool. You look like original Jake from State Farm. Oh, the guy you just called Doey. Thank you. Yeah, a little dough. Hey, whatever, man. A couple garlic knots. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Ain't no big That's deal. A deep cut for about four people. <laughs> oh, uh, I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, guys, the Clippers <laughs> finally put the Mavs away today. Uh, convincingly. Um, how do we how do we feel about the Clippers uh, going into round two? I know they're excited about not having to move to San Diego, but they should probably reconsider San Diego. LA is not home. They don't want you here. And I'm just saying what I'm seeing. I would love it if you guys stayed. How many season do... tickets can Paul Shear buy to support the, the Clippers? They don't want you here, man. UCB guys keep getting federal prison time. <laughs> I don't know how you're going to keep butts in the seats, man. It's just, you got to get out of here. When they lost game six, people still shot off fireworks downtown. I walked out of Staples and there was fireworks. 
That is true. Dude's there was... popping wheelies on fucking four wheelers. When when did LA start getting four wheelers? I I saw some today. Dudes driving down the street, popping wheelies, doing tricks. Oh, you know, you know. Well, I'm you. I, well, Biker Boys is set in California, so we'll start there. I've definitely seen Biker Boys, but like four wheelers, I've always associated with our our home portion of the country, Jamel, Baltimore to Philly, for sure. Uh, kind of uh, range, but I've been seeing them. I I recently. Well, you know, once DMX died, everybody got their four-wheeler out. That's true. That's a good point. I mean, look. And I'm, they're safe. There you go. I'll take four, four wheels, wheels over safe. two, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think the Clippers are going to get clapped by the Jazz as much as it hurts me to say that. Mm, I, you know. I... Not so fast. Not so fast. This is kind of actually the best situation for the Clippers to get to the conference finals. I feel because like because... you can play Zubats in this series. Mm. You can just just him being able to play is enough to change it because he couldn't play against Dallas because he can't cover. I think all their bigs can shoot and he yeah. can't do that. But now you're dealing with Gobert. He's right where you want him to be. Do you think he can score against Gobert? Probably not. No. So it's a wash, I make, basically. Yeah. I make all predictions I'm... and they're hundred percent fact and they always come true. Um, and everything I say is gold. Uh I'm gonna call this the pivotal Paul George series. It is another Paul opportunity George. for him to sign. He's got Joe Ingles, the return of Joe Ingles. Him v. Joe Ingles, the moment we've all been waiting for, live on fucking uh, Mercari Depop. I don't know where would we. Where is that fight being uh, aired tonight? He's talking about the Logan Paul George. Yeah, is it on Thriller? Live on Triller. Um. Oh yeah, is that happening right now? I think it's happening right now. I I I have not wanted to watch a boxing match in years, but I I kind of want to watch that fight it's it's a real it's unfortunate um that i I need floyd mayweather to win i wish it wasn't this way i need him to win and he's like he's like 50 years old and i shouldn't need him to win this but i do and i think america does as well because if they don't oh man all your bar stool accounts are going to be acting real outrageous but there's all these conspiracy theories that all these people have been um, throwing fights to the Paul brothers because of money. Do you think Floyd is going to throw this fight for like $20 million from the Paul brothers? Uh, I mean, he spent so much of his professional career making sure that he kept a perfect record. It would be, it does seem crazy that he would give it up now to Logan Paul, but we do live in uh, internet health. Yeah, internet hellscape. So maybe, maybe because he's like, he's like the bald dude in Matrix One who's just like, I kind of like that it sucks. Joey Pantaleone? Yeah, he might Pantaleone or whatever? Yeah, Yeah. if he's gone Joey Pantaleone uh, cannoli way. Yeah, I could see it. 
Look, we all need a so Joey much. Pants. He ducked a lot of fights. You know, he like there was times where he could have took the money and he was like, no, I would rather keep my perfect record than take the money. I don't know. I'm Come on, searching for updates right now. I don't know if there is. Uh, I, I don't know if it think... started yet. Jesus and Mero Snoop Dogg? are working the fight, though. Oh, this is on Showtime. Wow. Oh. Anyways. Um... So, yeah, playoff P. Will he be PP or will he be good? Good. We'll see. <laughs> Yep, that's it. Will it be good? <laughs> that good. good. That's yeah, the analysis. Mm-hmm. I, this feels like a series you could kind of get off. Like, if he's gonna like cook anybody, isn't it probably gonna be like a combination of Bogdanovich and Joe Ingles? I mean, he's got it. He owes Joe Ingles something. And he played, uh, played well. He played well in that series. Yeah, this is like Hades. He's just fucking. He just keeps dying. But he gets stronger every time. Exactly. But he gets fucking stronger every time. Or does he? Let's find out together. He's fought his way back up to the Ingles boss level. And Mm now he's got his bow and arrow. Next year. Let's talk about that real quick. Uh, So Terry Stotts, coach Terry Stotts of the Portland Trail Blazers has parted ways with the Blazers. Mm -hmm. Uh, after what was it, nine seasons with Dame together? Uh, I think they just figured this is the end of the road. They're not going anywhere. Time for a fresh start. Dame publicly asked for Jason Kidd to be the coach. Well, Chris, Weird. he talked to Chris Haynes, and Chris Haynes said that what he said. So it's not like Dame went on Instagram and said this, right? You but know, Chris Haynes reported a conversation. Yeah. So are we saying we don't know whether that? They meant that to be on the record or not? I mean, I'm sure he was like, I don't give a fuck. He talks to Chris Haynes all the time, but I just feel like it's a little different than right. Him per- okay, like, so yeah, he's- it's, it's it's presented as if he said it at the press conference. Right. I guess I take like talking to a reporter that you kind of talk to a lot and uses your mouthpiece for things sometimes is akin to making an announcement in a way. But I guess perhaps it was casual and was not meant to be thrown out there but regardless it's not like dame denied it um that caused an uproar amongst blazers fan base uh i don't know if you guys noticed but there was a lot of uproar because people hate jason kidd for various reasons that we don't need to get into um just that he's you know we can he's got yeah he's he's repeatedly uh beaten his his spouse or ex-spouse at this point um, and people don't want that associated with their beloved team, which is fair, I guess. Uh, I mean, not, I, I don't mean to sound skeptical. <laughs> I agree. If you think that's um, bad? Wait till you see who's coaching the Sacramento Kings next year. Yeah. Um, but then that caused Jason Kidd to public, pu- he publicly, undeniably publicly stated, I am withdrawing my name from consideration. We don't know if it was because of the outcry over his past uh wrongdoings uh but he he said it was because he didn't want to cause any kind of turmoil within the organization um and now you gotta wonder uh how dame feels about the blazers in general and being there 
Also, you got to wonder why he would want Jason Kidd. Aside from the situations that makes him a uh, a kind of not a great dude, he's he's a he was such a bad fucking coach. Is Jason Kidd gonna make CJ McCollum six foot seven? Maybe he remains that- to be seen. I guess that's true. It, it, facts need to bear themselves out there. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know what makes Jason Kidd a great coach. Uh, he's probably not. Probably, maybe it's because he's an Oakland guy. Isn't he an Oakland guy, too? I think he Or did is. he just go to Cal? I so think, maybe just some local guy stuff. I think Jason Kidd's an Oakland guy, right? He, he appears to be on paper, at least. Yeah. Um. I don't know if Dame is a Blazer next year. Uh, I there's a lot of chatter on uh, on on basketball Twitter. Um, people seem to uh, want Ben Simmons to be a Blazer next year. So, like, I don't know what if the Sixers send Ben Simmons and Matisse Thybul, and I don't know whatever other shit makes it work to get Dame, well, and then Dame on the Sixers. Philly? Yeah. Man, that's who Damon and Bede would be incredible together. That sounds awesome, actually. Yeah, yeah that sounds like a pretty good, pretty good time. I'd love that. It would better be better like, than him. Better than him on the fucking Lakers. Yeah, um, but you know, I'd like that too. To be honest, LeBron CJ is, on the Lakers. Now, hold on. I didn't mean to cut you off, but I got into a crazy lot. Uh, our argument with a dude on locker room he was like he's just one of these dumbass laker fans who was like i don't want cj we're like how do you turn kuzma into cj and he's like i don't want no damn cj and i'm like for kuzma like kuzma in a pick you wouldn't take cj mccollum you're out of your mind riding for kuzma is like worse than still waiting to hear vivian's next podcast like that's how bad you are like that's how down the rabbit hole you are as a lakers fan laker nation needs to take responsibility for what they've done (laughs) brandon ingram should still be on this team i mean if you had a little i mean yes you got the ship with lebron and that's cool but if you just would have had a modicum of patience it really would have been pretty you would have been set up in a pretty different way for a long period of time it feels probably could have gotten beal Probably could have gotten Bill at some point, even could have went that route. Um, I don't know. Rob Palinka doesn't strike me as someone who uh, stresses like patience in anything that he does at any point. He's so impatient that he brought Heath Ledger back from the dead to meet with Kobe Bryant. <laughs> He's like, I don't have time for you to be dead, Heath Ledger. You've got to meet with my client. You've got a meeting with my client, Heath. Um. Uh, oh, what do you got? What do you got for us, Benner? Oh no, no, go on. Oh, I was just gonna. I was wondering if uh, you guys were interested in a little WNBA pivot. Yeah, let's Please. let's wrap let's wrap it up with some WNBA talk. I just wanted to uh, issue a small apology to Derek Fisher and the Sparks. Despite it all, you guys look all right. Looking like a pretty good team right now. And it's, yeah, I guess it's a little annoying, but 
I'd rather the Sparks be good than them not be. That you know what? That's true. Them them being good is not annoying. Having to apologize to him is annoying. Exactly. Because I we're give, I'm giving coaches credit this year. After the year we've had, I'm giving coaches their flowers. <laughs> yeah. Derek Fisher deserves the recognition finally. Um, they are looking good despite uh the Ogramike sisters both being out, I think, currently for like between the next four to six weeks, they're both pretty much out, right? Yeah, something something yeah. to that effect. Um, but yeah, we got to get to a game um, this summer. Yeah, they're start, they just started bringing tickets out, but it's like weird. You can only get two. What? Yeah, something strange. I, don't, I can't really call it. Something strange. Uh, shout out Courtney Williams, who uh, has been kind of come, you know, despite uh, looking pretty good for the dream right now, has been coming under fire for her, her, uh, her social media presence and overall uh, personality. Jamal, did you read the article where she was being kind no. of, yeah, I think, uh, I think there are some people, some, you know, respectability politics people who are like, Courtney Williams, if she wants to be a role model to young girls, should not be throwing money at strippers on Instagram Live. And Bro, I love her. I love it too. And she came back was basically like, I'm not a role model. I am me. I am myself. Like, fuck off. I am not yeah. a role model. I'm telling you, dog. What if Charles Barkley was a fucking guard? And was in the goddamn WNBA, dude. That's what we're looking at, man. She's going to take over the booth in 10 years when the WNBA is on TNT. Oh, man. I'm so excited for everything Courtney Williams does. She's just a fucking chill-ass maniac. She's <laughs> probably got an open yeah. silk shirt on. She's probably got an open silk shirt on right now, man. <laughs> right She's now. She's so fucking cool. Yeah. She is so cool. Um, yeah. Uh, Jamal, how are your mystics doing? Man, whatever. <laughs> oh, Everybody's really? gone. It's still, Deladon's still out, you yep. know, the back. They're, they're taking it easy. And they're waiting to see what happens with Mieseman. Because they got Belgium, you know, they love the Olympics over there. So she might come back. She might not. You know, we seeing how it goes. Lost a tough one to Vegas. Fucking, oh, my God. It's similar to the Sixers game. We went on a crazy stretch in the fourth. Was down 13 with, like, you know, five minutes left. And then cut it to two and lost. And had we won that fucking video of Cam Beige cheesing, on a that fucking was. entry pass would not it would not have gone viral and I would be so happy right now. That still would have gone viral. It would have gone viral. That was yeah, pretty maybe. fucking man. What ever? Why is she so big? Because she's blessed. We lost because she's large. Like she didn't even make the bucket on the last play. She was just so fucking big in the paint that it ended up being a loose ball that Asia Wilson scooped up. And that's why we didn't get last possession. Oh, man. People said that about Shaq. They were just like, why is he so big? And he just was. I mean, I hope they get a chip, man. I have Vegas as the best team this year. But, I, hey, whatever, dude. 
if we if if Elena Deladon's back is like when you open up the Jenga set, we're fine. I I think this season is still young. Uh, he's the biggest surprise so far, and I'll I'll admit I've been more focused on uh, on the NBA playoffs uh, than the WNBA start to the season. And excited, but uh, I I just casually observing why are the why is the sky so bad right now? They're two and seven. Well, um, I know they cut like nine Candace of their Parker players, went, and Candace Parker. Candace Parker yeah. went down. Yeah, that's you know there you go. But they were like among the favorites to start the season. So, okay, Paper Candace Tiger. Parker went down, and then Stephanie Dolson had Olympic duty for the three on three shit. Oh shit, that's they, right. They had that to three play three in like shit's a, crazy. They had to, yeah, they had to play in a qualifier. And um, what's her face was out. Um, uh, Allie Quigley was out. They just got her back. So yeah, they've been fucked up with injuries right but then you still got like the aces were without kelsey plum for a little while because she was doing the three-on-three thing and they're fucking cruising they're seven and three right now well because jackie wilson decided she makes jumpers now (laughs) you know like she just doesn't fucking miss mid-range jumpers anymore so that's just what's up with them why couldn't deer and fox be on the three-on-three team like the fact that the, the usa didn't even give a shit and failed to qualify for three on three, that's going to be the most entertaining shit of the Olympics. If they happen. Nah, I feel what you're saying. They should bring back the nationwide three ball tournament. Like just take a, take a big three team then. Kwame. Kwame ice cube. And, uh, whoever the the drunkest 52 year old (laughs) that plays in the big three is. Yeah. Um, guys, is there anything else we want to talk about before we wrap it up here? Honorable mention to um, I don't know how to say her last name. Uh, Michelle Onyerwe, Were, Shorty on the Liberty. She's looking like uh rookie of the year runaway right now, and she had the late grandma uh in the draft. Is Ian Eskew not available for? This is like a Ben Simmons situation. Is she not available for rookie of the year because she played eight minutes last year? I mean, maybe. I think if you start a game, then you can't. Right? Sounds right to me. I think you need to like sit out a whole season. So the I fact mean, that she had a freak accident does not help her. But they fell down. They they had a little hot start. They're looking super mid right now. Classics at the bottom of the table, Indiana, them. Yeah, New York is currently standing at five and four firmly in the middle of the pack but again season's still young players in and out of various lineups uh some injuries dealing with but i don't know i'm kind of looking forward for the nba playoffs to end so i could dive right into the WNBA. oh and i got um i have lebron tees i got those uh i got those lobos tequila i have the promo tees from the party. Remember he was throwing those parties? Yeah. How'd you get that? So, so I have a source that works at a restaurant that was hosting the like the 
the seat like it was like a bunch of parties so this was like the one where lebron gave everybody the fake address you understand like this was like the 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 129 jelly yeah. yeah the the mid-tier the nerd party almost yeah the nerd los lobos party the shirts say taco tuesday on them <laughs> they're wild shirts I don't know how we're gonna give them away, but I got. Right, we'll talk. We'll talk off air about that. So uh, yeah, leave us a uh, leave us a comment about why Mike and Peter are the best. <laughs> and best comment will get uh, a Los Lobos Tequila Taco Tuesday T-shirt. Hell yeah, I'm loving this one. Let's do it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hit up Apple Podcasts. Leave a five star review. Exactly what Jamel said, and you might get a T-shirt out of it that says yeah, "Taco right. Tuesday." We gotta, Praise we gotta get out guys. of here. We, we gotta get out of here because we gotta find an illegal stream for. Uh, yeah, it's about that time. Uh, Logan Paul, Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys, thank you for listening. Bye. Peace.